OTB Rugby. And uh, if everyone in Ireland's a wee bit worried, well, you've got yourselves to blame because it's your fault because it's what you did to them uh, in July last year that poked the bear properly. You know that. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. The lunchtime wrap on off the ball with Energia, proud sponsor of Irish rugby. Think of the possibilities. It's Tuesday, the 8th of August. This is the Lunchtime Wrap and I'm Cameron Hill. Good afternoon. The Lunchtime Wrap on Off The Ball is with Energia, proud sponsors of Irish rugby. Think of the possibilities. And it's to football we go first and Colombia have beaten Jamaica 1-0 in Melbourne to advance to the quarterfinals of the Women's World Cup. Catalina Uzme scored for Colombia six minutes into the second half and they'll play European champions England in the last eight. The round of 16 concludes around now. France are taking on Morocco in Adelaide and it's 1-0 to the French. They will take on Australia. The winners of that game will take on Australia in the quarterfinals. West Ham will make Mexico international Edson Alvarez their first signing of the summer. The 25-year-old midfielder is to move from Ajax for a fee in the region of £35 million. The Hammers are also understood to have tabled a bid for £50 million for Manchester United pair Harry Maguire and Scott McTominay. The offer is below what United wish to accept for the duo as West Ham look to bolster their squad following the sale of Declan Rice to Arsenal. Newcastle United, meanwhile, have completed the signing of fullback Tino Livermento from Southampton. The England under-21 defender moved to St. James's Park for £32 million. He signs a five-year deal. Chelsea striker Christopher Nkunku is set to miss their Premier League opener against Liverpool this weekend. The Frenchman is believed to have picked up a knee injury in a pre-season friendly against Borussia Dortmund. And Derry City are hoping to host the second leg of their Europa Conference League tie against Kazakhstani side Tobol at Windsor Park in Belfast next week. Their Brandywell home does not comply with UEFA criteria to stage the match. The Candy Stripes are currently en route to Kazakhstan for Thursday's third qualifying round first leg. In rugby, the South African World Cup squad is due to be named this afternoon. There are question marks over the fitness of out-half Andre Pollard, centre Lucanio Am and second row Lou Diager. The world champions are in Pool B alongside Ireland for the tournament in France, which kicks off next month. Meanwhile, the Irish rugby team are in the Algarve as their preparations continue for next month's tournament. Andy Farrell's side will engage in joint. Andy Farrell's side will engage in joint training sessions with their Portuguese counterparts as they gear up for their first appearance at the tournament since 2007. Johnny Sexton, who's currently serving a three-match suspension, is expected to take part in the sessions. Ireland kicked off their warm-up series with a 33-17 win over Italy at the Aviva Stadium on Saturday. But former Munster and Ireland flanker Alan Quinlan has one concern regarding the build-up to the World Cup. Quinlan believes one aspect of this Ireland side is worryingly similar to the side that lounged out in the 2007 edition of the tournament, as he explained on OTBAM this morning. The one thing that would worry me about this World Cup is... Uh, <laughs> It's only from what happened in 07 and maybe we're all tarnished a little by that, the players who were there. Paul was there, of course, he, he he's coaching now. Is If I asked you to pick the Ireland, either of you to pick the Irish team now and the Irish, maybe the Irish 23, even if you weren't that into rugby, you'd, you'd go very, very close. Mm. That happened in 07 when basically... 15 players were kept home from the tour to Argentina they were literally kept home and they were kind of wrapped in cotton wool a little bit and um, obviously um, those players uh, knew that they were going to start 
they knew that they were going to be picked. And That's then a it, problem. And then it was a case for well, I don't think it's a I don't think it's, it's not a ideal. problem. I don't think it's a problem. It'll be an excuse if we if we come on yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, I think um, you know they just have to be mindful of the fact that most of the players know unless something goes drastically wrong or the form really dips that they're picked on the team so to answer your question Dan, I think that's very uh, astute from Andy Farrell he's actually dragging this out a little bit mm. okay he mm. probably is this probably something they're mindful of that most people could pick this Irish starting team now so because he's waiting till after Samoa he's probably keeping them all on their best behaviour yeah. in other words okay. yeah. don't drop your standards here because I have my mind fully made up yet Elsewhere, Italy centre Tommaso Menoncello has been ruled out of the Rugby World Cup with a bicep injury he picked up against Ireland on Saturday night. The 20-year-old will undergo surgery on Thursday. In Gaelic Games, former Cork Camogie star Sarah O'Donovan believes the Camogie Association are to blame for the mismatch in this year's Senior Championship final. Cork claimed the O'Duffy Cup with a comprehensive 5-13 to 9 points win over Waterford in Croke Park on Sunday. O'Donovan joined OTBAM this morning and says the decision to not have seeded teams in this year's championship led to an imbalance in the decider. The Camogie Association are at fault here. Right. And I'd be very critical of that. They didn't seed the competition. Uh, it was last year two uh, groups of six with you know the top four coming out and it was seeded. Uh, this year it was three groups of four. Waterford were in the third group, we'll say. They trounced Offaly, Limerick and Antrim. Mm-hmm. And they came into a semi-final and beat a very fancy tip team in horrible conditions in Nolan Park. And I will say to Dan's point, there were seven and a half thousand people in Nolan Park for the both semi-finals, which adds to your point. You know, it's not just the showpiece that was getting the big numbers, but they beat tip by a point. Tip were devastated because they genuinely thought they were in the final, I think. And then they go into the final and Grace Walsh made a great point on the show on Sunday night. There was no experience. None of the players in that Waterford team had any of experience of playing in a senior All-Ireland final in Croke Park. Of the Cork team, 12 players had All-Ireland medals already. Mm. The Camogie Association, if they had seeded the competition, wouldn't have had that pairing. But then they wouldn't have had 30,000 people in Croke Park. So were they looking for the numbers or were they looking for the quality? And the blame lies with them. In horse racing, there's a meeting over jumps today at Roscommon with the first off there at half past five. And on this day in 1981, tennis legend Roger Federer was born in Botmingen, Switzerland. During a 24-year-long career, during a 24 during a 24-year-long professional career, Federer clocked up 20 Grand Slam singles titles, including a record eight Wimbledon titles. He also claimed doubles gold at the 2008 Olympics in Beijing, as well as six tour finals victories. Federer hung up his racket in September 2022 with an emotional farewell at the Labour Cup in London. That's all for Tuesday's Lunchtime Wrap. Do keep up to date with the latest analysis and opinions with the updated Off The Ball app. Take care. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities.